Fresh off the grill. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Fresh Off the Grill, the show with fresh hot takes, no scripts, straight from our grills. We're your two extraordinary bearded gentlemen, Rob and Gabe. Welcome. We just saw a disappointing fight card. Not some good fights on there, but... Um, personally disappointing. Personally disappointing. We had a friend that lost uh, quite a bit of money. On every fight <laughs> he chose to bet on. Um, that, that, John's, that John Jones fight it's, wasn't my cup of tea. Very boring. Very boring. Um, it seemed like at any time he could have finished the fight, but chose not to. Now, you, you pointed out Dana didn't even put the belt on him. No, some goon in red pants did. Some goon in red pants. I thought they were orange. It was some type of color. <laughs> some type of color pants he put the belt on. You think he's mad? No, I think he fell asleep. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very possible. With Dana's pretty much worried about being entertaining fights in the UFC, I don't think that was necessarily the best card for the kind of I stuff mean, he wants to put on the promotion anyway up until that fight i quite enjoyed the card including the prelims it did not go the way that we thought it was gonna go no though. no it didn't so, by all rights john jones should have finished that fight in the first round he had the better pedigree the more wins the better skill set and he kind of just let this guy survive so Anthony Smith comes in the challenger. There was a possibility, I believe, in the third round. It could have been a DQ. Oh, yeah. that, that was the fourth. Okay, the, the fourth. Anthony was a downed opponent. He had his hands on the ground. I guess the new rule is hands and knees is a downed opponent, not just hands, uh, as previously stated. It, it was on the verge of a DQ. So it, we had downed hands, and John Jones gave him a knee to the head. Very borderline. Very borderline. And is the way the new rules work that basically Smith could have called it a DQ and he could have won championship I, by DQ? I think he could have chose to not continue and it would have been a DQ, but he said he was fine. So the ref took two points away. And he could win the belt from DQ from yes. stating that he could not continue. Yes. That's ridiculous to me because even then if it is a DQ, I feel like it's almost like a no contest. I mean... It's weird because Jones would have lost the fight from that, but he wouldn't have if that makes any sense. I mean, Jones, that's not a real win for Anthony Smith. Of course, Jones already has another DQ on his record. That's his only loss. It's yeah. his only loss. He's a dirty fighter. I Admittedly mean, dirty. From intentional eye pokes to questionable strikes, we'll say the yeah. other one was a north-south elbow, which probably should be changed in the rule book. I think the downed hands really, when you look at it, downed hands should be a downed opponent. There are some fighters that kind of... Uh, play the game. They play the game. They rely on that, and they put their hands down to say they're a downed opponent, but he was legitimately a downed opponent. With one knee and a foot. So he had like five points of contact down, and Jones still need him. He also kicked him in the head as a downed opponent earlier in the round. Just very disappointing fight. Yeah, I would definitely say that, and my heart goes out to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> now, the co-main event, this, on the other hand, was the complete opposite from what I thought was going to happen. I thought Woodley was better than Usman everywhere the fight would have taken place, 
except cardio. I thought Usman had the advantage there. Usman completely dominated the fight from beginning to end. In my eyes, I thought he won 50-43. I, I don't even think Woodley was even there. It's like he, he barely tried at all. That's the worst I've seen him look since Rory McDonald. It's a shame, especially like I generally will root for the American fighter when it goes to that kind of thing. But yeah. uh, you really got to hand it to Usman because um, first Nigerian champion, first African champion. Yeah. He wore his heart on the sleeve and he really went in there and did it. He put it on Woodley. There was a, a moment in the fourth round where they just exchanging wildly. And if you were rooting for Woodley, you're like, all right, this is where it happens. But Usman even got the better of him there. I so, don't think there was any point in the fight where Woodley even can, he gave an inkling that he would finish or come out victor. Yeah, he he just, it looked like he didn't show up for the fight. He really, he didn't even try. Very surprising showing by Woodley and very disappointing. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll see possibly a rematch, but I don't I, think it should be a rubber match because this, this was pretty definitive. I doubt that they'll go rubber match, I mean a uh, rematch right away because one, Woodley's not in the best favor with the UFC brass. And also, there's two possible fights lined up for Usman. They could use the storyline that him and Askren have, or they could go the Kobe Covington route, which I personally would love to see Kobe get his ass whooped, so I would much rather see him fight either Robbie Lawler or Tyron Woodley and see Usman fight Askren for the title. Interesting. That's my personal preference. Now, uh, we're working our way backwards. Herb Dean. He fucked up tonight. So, Robbie Lawler lost to uh, Bulldog ben, Choke? Bulldog Choke. First round. Now, we saw Lawler come out strong, and he basically Samoa dropped. Uh, Samoan? Or is it Samoa or Samoan drop? Samoan drop. Samoa drop. I don't know. Who cares? Wrestling. He, he gave a legitimate wrestling move that you would see Farouk from APA to Ben Askren. And then um, fucked him up on the ground with strikes to a point where I thought Ashkern was out. He was he and was he, out for at least a second. I think another punch knocked him back into consciousness. Herb kind of waited on the fight, kind of let it play out. Askren came back into consciousness. Credit to Askren for scrambling, getting back to his feet, and actually controlling Lawler up against the cage. This is a fighter I've... Um, have I, I don't know if I've seen him fight before, but... He fought in Bellator and this promotion called 1FC over in Asia. So this was his UFC debut, correct? UFC debut, but undefeated 18-0-1. I'm, yeah, I'm not too familiar with this guy. He, he reminded me of, like, Valdo from Soul Calibur or something. He just has such an awkward movement that the human body shouldn't move that way. That's why they call him funky, because even in wrestling, he has a very awkward, strange style that you just can't really prepare for. But if, if, if he was doing the motion capture in a video game, I would swear that it was some kind of a glitch. He doesn't move like a person should move whatsoever. He does everything the wrong way and still continues to win. He showed his true colors tonight and he got the W. Unfortunately, a big fan of Robbie Lawler. He's never in a bad fight or at least a not entertaining fight. But he was fucked royally tonight. Not so great. What happened was Askren got him in a bulldog choke. It wasn't locked on the neck. He originally had his arm posted on Ben's back and he let it go so he could post up on the ground. Herb Dean thought his arm went limp, so he grabbed it to check. 
And this is where it gets weird because the same way fucking Hulk Hogan would catch it mid-fall, Robbie Lawler caught it and gave a thumbs up. So what you're saying is Robbie Lawler didn't Hulk up when he was supposed to Exactly, he didn't get the chance to Hulk up because Herb Dean fucked up and called the fight. You could tell immediately Robbie Lawler was never out. They showed replays, he gave a thumbs up, and then it looked like Herb Dean apologized to him after the fight. I couldn't tell what he said, but Robbie got up. He's like, really, dude? In no way was he out. They should have let that fight continue. But once the ref calls the fight, the ref calls the fight. Yeah, and then that's just kind of how you have to roll with it. And we also have another, this is the night of first, basically. Zhang beats Tisha Torres. Tisha Torres by decision. This is our, the first female Chinese fighter. I believe seen. so. I, I haven't seen many. I think it's the first many. in the UFC. I think this is also her third fight. And she's undefeated in the UFC right now. She looked good. She looked like she had good footwork. She did. She was big as fuck, too. This was it. This was two athletic women with good footwork. Not lot, much Not much you could really complain about. A lot of movement. It was a good fight. Close fight. But she kind of just out-muscled Tisha for the decision win. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't really see how how Torres could have came out with a, a with a better fight. She fought a good fight. It just wasn't her night tonight. Wrestled a little bit more, maybe. I mean, because she got pretty good top control at one point, but Zhang was just bigger and stronger, and at points looked faster too. Next up, we have oh, this Cody. is the Cody Garbrandt and um, Pedro Munoz fight. We had a. This was one of the few that didn't go the distance this night. Yeah, not surprised because Cody's been knocked out his previous two fights. He shows the willingness to get into these exchanges. And he tends to be the faster fighter, but tonight he went up against a guy that had a granite chin and just clipped him and put him out for the third straight TKO KO loss. And Cody might have to take a step back, reevaluate what he's doing, maybe change the way he trains, take a fighter that's not quite as good. He, he doesn't seem as crisp as he once was. No, TJ stole his soul. <laughs> he, he he fucked him up. His head is done. I, I think, and in, in generally, a three losses, especially three TKOs, it usually spells the end of a UFC career. That's usually the case, but I don't see it here. The UFC was pushing Cody pretty hard. He might want to start looking at those uh, Strike Force contracts. No, Strike Force. Bellator. <laughs> OG. Uh, he might want to start looking at, uh, at Bellator contracts. I think they'll give Cody another fight, but if he loses four in a row, he either fucking quits or he goes to Bellator. Cause... Who do you think's up next for him? Because you go from fighting for the championship to... Twice. Uh, Actually, three title fights in a row. To three knockouts. Three knockout losses in a row. Oof. They have to give him someone with a very small name if they want to try and build his star power back up because three losses in a row you can come back from, but three knockout losses in a row is tough. Very tough. The only other fighter that I can think of that had that many losses in a row and kept going was Dan Hardy. Because I remember he had like four losses in a row and kept going. They, If they want to continue with Cody, they've got to be very careful with his next opponent. Give him a very favorable matchup because he looked like shit tonight. Wild hooks. Didn't really land much of anything of consequence. I mean, the end of that fight, it was literally like rock'em, sock'em robots. Yeah. It was just two dudes going toe-to-toe -to -toe 
throwing all types of friggin' heavy-handed hooks. He's also got one of my favorite knockout faces now. I don't know why, but his like eyes go like, ooh, and his mouth makes this weird you shape. Like copyright that? Yeah. Mm. He's got a very good knockout face, but you know, the prelims tonight, pretty good. Yeah, not not a bad card overall. Definitely the, the John Jones one was a hard one to end on. Yeah, left a sour taste in my mouth, but overall good card. We have three new stars emerging from tonight's card. Two on the prelims. Johnny Walker from Brazil, possibly the coolest name in MMA. KO's Misha Serkinov with a flying knee. What's Johnny Walker's, what's his nickname? He doesn't have one. Really? Doesn't, doesn't need one. He couldn't be blue label just to add an extra bit of cool. He might have to now after that one. That dude's for real. He's the next big thing in light heavyweight. Ah, he goes down smooth. <laughs> But uh, flying knee, 30 seconds in. Oh, it was and great. then the best part is, he hurts himself at the end trying to do the worm. He knocked himself out. He basically had... knocked himself out, landed straight on his chin, and the doctors had to come in to look at him during his post-fight celebration. I have never seen that before, and I've seen thousands of UFC fights. Pretty ridiculous. Now we also had Jeremy Stevens versus Zabit. You ain't gonna pronounce that last name, that's for sure. Stevens, he couldn't find his range all fight. He kept throwing the wild hooks that Jeremy Stevens usually does. They didn't land. He landed a couple of punches their fight, but Zabit could do anything he wanted to with him. Had his way with him, outstruck him, outwrestled him, and really just kept his distance and his range. Jeremy Stevens could do nothing this fight. This was a unanimous decision with them giving Jeremy Stevens a second round, which is the only round where he landed anything of consequence. Maybe about 15 to 20 punches landed in that round for him. Other than that, he was blanketed and really got the big old goose egg. We're waiting in line at Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken nuggets, probably. Chicken nuggets, I, I, man. I might get something. Who knows? Maybe a Frosty. It's only one more fight we can talk about. Kind of started backwards, but whatever. Well, that, yeah, we're going fresh up. We're going fresh off the the Jones decision. Yeah. Well, they literally cut us off at Dave and Buster's. Didn't Shut off us. the TVs. Didn't even have to hear what that <laughs> asshole had to say. Didn't even let us hear the whole whole bit. We got to we got to hear the bad John Jones jokes, but yeah. that's about it. Is your real name Joseph? <laughs> that's cool. Fuck you, idiot. So you're back on the hate train for John Jones, then. I'm always going to be on the hate train. I'm like Buck Nasty. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> the haterist of the player haters. <laughs> I love hating, but if he was an asshole from the beginning, I would still be a fan. But when someone's so good, you root for them to lose. That's why people hate the Patriots. That's why I hated Peyton Manning. I don't find him to be a likable guy. In He's a prick. Whatsoever. He's a prick. He's borderline caught cheating all the time. Not borderline. He cheats all the time. He's admitted it. I mean. Yeah, I poke people in the eyes <laughs> on purpose, but. And then there's this whole picogram thing. That's from doing steroids. He may or may not still be on steroids. Do you think... Do you think he's microdosing? No. It's too tough right now. That's also why he's looked like shit his last couple fights. Because he's no longer on steroids. It's a mental thing with him. Same thing with Vitor. Some people just need steroids to think that they're doing well. Which, in reality, he really didn't need to do 
the steroids and he'd probably still be world champion. No, he's probably got low T now because he's an idiot. Yeah, his dick don't work. That's what them dick pills were for. <laughs> Pathetic piece of shit. I'm going to get a large chocolate. Can I get a large chocolate frosty? What you getting? Um... Sorry, one second. Do I want a chicken sandwich or do I want a burger? Get them both. Get them both? Yeah, why not? That's too much. Can I have a junior bacon cheeseburger? Junior bacon cheeseburger? Junior bacon cheeseburger, and can I get small fry? Small fry? Yep. Alright, that's gonna be 649. Thank you. I just asked for a drink. Fuck. Good old Wendy's being open for all the drunk people at the end of the night. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm not drunk. I would never do that. Rob's driving. He's fine. I'm drunk on life, though. Yeah. He's a water champion. Don't worry. Yep. So much refreshment. Ah, <sighs> but overall, very disappointing night. Our hearts and bank accounts go out to Ryan. Start a GoFundMe for his gambling debts. Yeah. That's going to be our first uh, Patreon. <laughs> so, so bad. I feel so bad because the last three cards I've given him advice, which he didn't take, and every single fight I picked one, and now he got fucked in the ass raw. Not even a reach around, the common decency. Yep. He finally took my advice on two, maybe three fights, and lost every single one of them. It was fucking pathetic. I'm a horrible friend. Gabe just farted. <laughs> we should get a fart mic. Yeah. <laughs> Our setup's not exactly, uh, that's not the major concern right now. No, this is a UFC reaction show in the car on the road. <laughs> Who are you most impressed with tonight? Main card or prelims? Uh, I'm going to say main card, and I'm going to say uh, Usman. Me too. Especially with with someone that I don't know that too much about. He really impressed me against Woodley. Uh, he just outclassed him in every sense. I knew he was good, but I thought Woodley was better everywhere. Certainly better striking. I thought he was going to put him to sleep early. Usman really proved me wrong. You thought Woodley was going to take him? Yeah, I thought Woodley was going to crush him. I thought Woodley was too good. The way he's been looking, he just smashed Hill. He smashes everyone he fights. There you go. He, he's filthy. And Usman beat him from pillar to post, beginning to end. Yeah, I think we're going to have a new exciting champion, hopefully. I look forward to seeing what will come. Yeah, very bright future for that kid. Thank you. Frosties. Thank you very much. Have a good night. He was almost shocked that I said, have a good night. He's like, oh, shit, you too. Want a french fry? No, thank you. He was small pretty good, though. Diego Sanchez back in the win column, too. That's like two or three in a row. Dude, there's something about the value burgers at all the places that they just have so much more of a classic taste than all the other shit. Yeah, they got crack in them. You think so? They got something in them. Probably MSG. So, I mean, they're fucking all dog shit. But you're going to get those over any of the other burgers. You're going to hear my, my wrappers crinkling because I'm fucking eating cheeseburger. Were you in the car when me and Ryan saw some fucking creep in an all-white suit walking down here? Mm -mm. That was so weird. It's at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. This fucking goon looked like the KFC colonel walking down Washington Street.
And I could have sworn we saw him twice in that night. See, might have been an alien or a ghost. It's a good possibility. I mean, who the fuck wears an all-white suit at 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning? Only the colonel. He could have just got out of Alex's, the local strip club. Part of the cool guy club. Cool guy club. Exactly. <sighs> Anything else you want to touch on, Gabe? Fights in general? How's your weekend going? Is that delicious sandwich? They're pretty good. Um, I'm doing fine. Could have been more productive today, but take what you can get. Also, next UFC card, a week from today, mm -hmm. we've got the Black Beast taking on Junior Dos Santos. That's the only fight I know of on that card, because they're not fucking promoting any of their cards now, and I think it's on ESPN+. Plus. They don't talk about shit. But we'll watch the UFC+, Plus because we got, uh, you got the UFC+. Plus. Yeah, I had to get it. And I'm a big Derek Lewis fan, but I don't see Anyway, he beats Junior Dos Santos. So we'll be doing a recap on that. Uh, so is that next week? Yeah, next Saturday. We do a reactionary we'll, recap. A reactionary recap to the fucking fight next week. Uh, so Anthony Johnson versus Junior Dos Santos? No, not Anthony. The Who's Black, the black Beast, Derek the black Lewis. Oh, well, Anthony, I get confused because of our nickname for Anthony Johnson. A Anthony Johnson now weighs 300 pounds and he's a power lifter. And he has a marijuana store. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Like a legitimate cool Excellent. guy. So who actually is, in, in fact, Black Beast? Derek Lewis. Okay, the, Derek. My balls is hot. Oh, my balls was hot. Why did you take off your shirts after the fight? Well, Joe Rogan, my balls was hot. So Derek Lewis versus Junior Dos Santos, who should fucking retire because he's old as shit. No, he just looks old as shit. He's a very ugly man. He's not that old, really. Just catch his mid-face? He got fucked up a whole bunch, started balding, speaks bad English. He's a more bilingual person than I am, probably. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ignorant in, like, four different languages. Definitely. English being one of them. Even little uh, Zhang there, she had a, she had a little English uh, thing to say after the fight. I thought that was nice. Oh, like, I didn't a little hear bit it. of English. It was a little loud where we were, so I thought it was nice. <laughs> Had a local girl on the card get fucked, not fucked up, but she lost. Tisha Torres is from Falheva. Falheva. Overall, though, I I like the card, but it ended badly. I just, Jones is very hard to like, and he's such a prick. I just want to see someone beat him at this point. He's getting to that Anderson Silva level where you just want to see him get a fist in the face and fucking go down. I almost see him retiring... I mean, the best chance right now, and not at this very moment, but the only person I could see giving him a fight in the future is Johnny Walker from the prelims. He's tall as shit, has a long range, very good striking. Very unorthodox striking and movement, too. Throws a lot of flying stuff, unexpected strikes. He's fast. He hurts himself. I think someone like that needs to challenge Sean Jones. It has to be a tall guy. Well, tonight we had Anthony Smith. He wasn't a midget. He's 6'4", but when the two were next to each other, you could tell they were different weight classes. Anthony Smith formally fought at middleweight, and you could really tell in this fight he's not a legit light heavyweight. John Jones made him look really small. John Jones is also a freak with his reach. He is his, a freak. His hands literally like reach below his knees. He has the longest reach in, I'm probably sure it's UFC history. Longer reach than Stefan Struve. And he's seven feet tall. So 
He has he, an 84 and a half inch reach. He's just built strangely. The only person that even comes close is Gustafsson. Range, are you talking about? I'm just saying the, the, the way he's built to reach. Oh, all. yeah. He's the only person that even comes close. Yeah. Well, and Johnny Walker is built like that, too. That's why I think he could give him a fight. Based on the couple second years fight down with, the road. With uh, the rematch between Jones and Gustafsson, I don't think he's going to win. No, he has no chance. That the, first time, he had that su- whole surprise factor because Jones was on top of the world. And, and he, he was on coke. He sh- yeah, he was didn't definitely train. on coke. Didn't see himself, uh, he didn't see himself losing. Gustafsson uh, took him by surprise, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. That second fight they had is how the first fight would have went, except probably worse. Jones probably would have fucked him up worse than the first fight had he actually trained for that. Ah, uh, man, I was just rooting for him so hardcore. Yeah, I mean, I we want, all were. I want him to lose. It's because he's a... I don't like him. He's a prick. God damn it. Put it on a fake nice guy persona. Real big piece of shit. Gets drunk, high, hits pregnant ladies, runs away... Runs back, grabs his pipe. He's a real knucklehead behind the wheel. Yeah. Fucking dickhead. Oh, I hope someone beats him soon, but I just don't see it. And, you know, on the other end of it, I hope Usman reigns for a long time. He's a very likable guy. I listen to him, a couple interviews he has. Relatable, nice, well-spoken, intelligent. I didn't expect, uh, as soon as I knew he was Nigerian, I expected him to have, like, the... Asking for your banking and routing number? Basically. I expected him to be like Nigerian prince status, but uh, he actually spoke really clearly. Yeah, he's lived in America for, I think, since he was a kid, like seven or something. He went to school in here. He does speak Nigerian, though. I expected him to sound closer to, like, Isaac at work. (laughs) (laughs) Isaac's got a fucked up accent because he's from Ghana, lived in Italy. And he listens to way too much goddamn reggae. Bumbakla! Fucking goon. You can't be eating pussy, man. It's not candy. <laughs> hey, man. I got 23 girlfriends, so I'm expecting 23 presents on Valentine's Day. Fucking weirdo. Very good night, though. Disappointing, but good. I enjoyed it. Always a good night when you get out, go out with the guys for the UFC. The guys. Poor Ryan, he got his flight canceled and he lost a shit ton of money. Ryan's gonna get so drunk and forget all of this happened. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna hit him up for breakfast tomorrow and he'll probably still be asleep. Yeah. Well, he's definitely going to be still asleep. So that's the end of Fresh Off the Grill. Catch us next week. Uh, we'll be doing Derek uh, Lewis and Junior Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos fight. So, till then, adios. That's probably what I was going to go with. Like, that's the only monitoring I have right now. See? See? That's the only one. His like eyes go like, ooh.